This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. It's a chair that's fine and not in, I uh, didn't get my degree in the story yet, so I, I, I just I sort of discuss it in, in, case, in case it's a point. I'm, I'd be very happy to participate, but I please... I, I, I certainly, I, I'm not misyachist in any chivas of, of authority, so please don't take it that way. Um, there's a chazal that says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shodal Marishin, Dor Dor V'Dor Shov, Parnosov, it's showed him each generation is manhigin. In, I think the same chazal, I believe it's in, in, in Torah's Karnit, in Safra, it says also Dor Dor V'Gazlonov. And people admire, what does it say, Dorotor V'Gazlonov? So, Ribeiro and Brisk once said, because there'll be a door, but this will be Manhigan. That's a very, very, very brisk, very, very brisk answer. And it's, I, I would like to be a little more shot oriented and prosaic. Um, the, there is no such thing as an effective Manhig, but rather, effective Manhig is a term relevant to the door. Um, I don't know if Rebbe Hirsch in Hungary would have accomplished a saving of a door, and I don't know if the Chsamsov in Germany would have accomplished. My feeling is not, not because I, I know better, but it's simply Akash Prabhu with Shaisal Sadikim and big people in each place, each time, and so on and so forth. So, what you really need to know is the ideals, it's, and like we spoke about the Hacha, on the one hand, the ideals are unchangeable. What a Torahid is, is, um, is a, is a Torahid, that, that didn't change. But you always need to keep realigning practically what are you going to expect of the Talmud? What are the Nisyonas that he's facing? I mean, one of the things I'm, I kind of, on a personal level, kind of upset in Etz Yisrael, there's certain yeshivas that they speak, the Muslims, Nashkavish Muslims, they speak about the Zionists all the time, anti-Zionist. Not because I'm pro-Zionist and upset with it, whatever my shikas might be on Zionism, but it's not a Muhammad anymore. That's not, if nobody has an assignment anymore to become an Israeli soldier, so talking about it, is, so since you devote all your time about anti-Zionism, other topics don't, that's not the sign of the story anymore. Nobody that I know of had a Tzahara to, to, to become a Zionist. That's not, that's not where it went to. So by not looking out for the Nisiones of our door, you're shortchanging it. There's a famous house of the Chazanish. Um, the Chazanish was a big, he liked Yiddish. And his dream was a cheder in Yiddish. And he did not allow them to make a cheder in Yiddish in Leibach till the Hebrew-speaking cheder had been established. And when the old Yishuv came, to, the people of the Yishuv came to him about Yiddish, Nivrit, he gave them a marshal. He said in Germany, before World War II, they had the German, the French generals reviewed the defenses and they, and, they, and they pointed out where to reinforce it. He said they were very bright people, but they reinforced it based on where the army attacked in World War I. And the army didn't decide to attack the same way, so that was the end of the defenses. You can't defend... Um, he said the historian the of today's door is not a written Yiddish, and the mailer, that's the wrong place to, to put it. So I think it takes, on the one hand, a serious 
of what is it that Talmidim today have issues with? What is the world they're going to live in? Ain't a Doma, if you're teaching a place like MTA, you know, which, which where, where realistically the kids know X, Y, and Z, and therefore you have to deal with it. On the other hand, if you're teaching a lake with Nechader, it's simply the question is, what are the problems? It's, it's like when you go in, when, when you look into a drugstore to see what they're stocked with, a drugstore in Zambia ought to have a different, they, you know, they, they should have anti-malaria drugs, and, and a drugstore in, in uh, New York should have something else. It's not the same. So it, it takes, an, a, a, a mechanic needs to, to take a look and see what, what, you, what is your what is your classes in Sionos? I want to tell a mice in my mind, I may have said over the years, I, I, I can't remember, it's hard. The person, in my mind, is the image of a near-perfect mechanic and a person that I still look up to in a certain, as a shleimistic person, was a yid, I don't know how many people knew, Reb Zedel Epstein's Reb Zedel was my Rebbe in 11th and 12th grades. He was a person who was a Kaddish Vitohar. He was a tremendous pikeach. He had two or three milers that are almost impossible to find. His own personal self was tremendous Kedusha and Tara. He said, I have a mission, roll up my sleeves and dirty my hands. And tremendous pikeachs about where to direct, where to focus and so forth. I went to a school that was called RJJ. It was, it was a first Gilgal of what's RJ today. No Shaykhs. There's no, the first Gilgal and second Gilgal have no Shaykhs to each other. RJJ was a school on par with, we won the same basketball league as MTA, YCQ, JEC. We were the only non co ed school, I think, in, in, that, in that whole lot. And it was a school, and it had in itself Shivas, it had itself real epic course of English teachers who did their best to get the kids away from Yiddishkeit. It was amazing, an amazing assortment of things that today couldn't exist. So that was the door. We were, I was 50 years old, 15 at the time. I was a, uh, I don't know, I was a junior probably. And there was a discussion in class about, I think it was legalizing abortion maybe or something along those lines. And I went over to Rev Epstein. It was my Rebbe at the time, probably ready. And I asked him, what's the Jewish view on contraceptives? I mean, this was class discussion. This was, you know, it was very... So... He smiled and he said, is it Nigel Amaisa? <laughs> so I said, no. So I said, so why are you asking? So I told him, and I came up in class. So he looked at me, thought a few minutes, and he said, sit down. And he explained it all to me. In, in, I can't explain to you, in a, in a matter of fact, he said, you know, this is the mitzvah, this is the chiyuv, this is the issues. In the, he responded, in the world that I was coming to, where in class a teacher could speak about it, and it was considered normal, if he would hide and run behind a, a, a stender or behind his frack, I would come up with a conclusion that it's Yiddish guys are irrelevant, Torah's not say that. He spoke to me from A to Z in a very bacovitic and matter-of-fact way, so that I had a very clear sense of things. I mean, and looking back, he, he was a Yid who was a real Kaddish. And, and, but he never, you know, he never, he wasn't, he was extremely big chacham, understood people, and I was... Uh, one of the mice that, that I relate to that uh, I, I wrote about him in, in the Jewish Observer and, and in, um, when I made a very tough decision to go off to Yeshiva to learn it's Yisrael, he sat down with me and I'd gone through a lot and we went through which Yeshiva should I go to is Mir better, is Panovich better and the Miles, the Sronos the person behind me 
was somebody who was basically living in the street, Kemat not from. He was actually half a mind. That was, that was the way the school was in those days. And he sat down with him and went through NYU versus NYU, not NYU, we're talking about NYU versus something else in, in Manhattan. And with the same, with the same COVID rosh that my child had to go to Mir or to Panovich, with the same, you know, there was no difference because this is my, this, this is my Nisayan, this is where I have to, and this is this person's issues. So the Bachanach needs to have a serious sense of what, what his results are and address them. It's, and it's important to understand you're not diluting the message. Like I said before, you always want to stress that a person who's sitting and learning is that Torah itself, Shevet Levi, that Moshe Rabbeinu is the top of the mountain. You also want to see where is this person realistically, what's, what's the best place in the mountain for him to sit on? And, you know, and, 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 it's a, and it's a tough one because you need to keep the ideal in focus and you need to be real with where you're directing the talent. It, not an easy. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, I just want to first of all make comment is two of Rabbeinu's uh, sons who come from the Chavrusas in my language. Really. And one of them said his godless was that because all the children turned out different. Yes. One of them was a butcher. One was in the co-op now. One's a rebbe. Uh, one his daughter married a Sish. Tversky. Yes. You know, it's from left to right. So, our father knew just how far to let us go on our own, but not the extra step. That was the callous. So, you know, there's, there's a tremendous harm, which we, we're not such a this high, and that's such a pikeah to be able to do that. But the question is how does technology affect your ability as a Rosh Shiva, the base matters, versus how you could see it in an elementary or high school? And how you handle it, and how you would suggest people handle it with young kids. I'm sure guys in this room have cell phones. Um, well, I certainly have cell phones. <laughs> Problem is, I don't even know everything that they have. They're, 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 they're a Talmud Amachim Israel. I always say. So I, I think. I think. I mean, again, I, I you know. I'm talking like Echem I, Chaver. What I'm telling you is not. It doesn't have any validity of any that. I, on the one hand, when 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 one detects in his rebbe or rebbe figure or rebbe um, a, a, a need to keep up with society, the message is that if I'm always running to get the latest technology for teaching, there's a certain message that they're chashev and I'm running after it. On the other hand. Um, Akarish Baruch Hu opens our eyes for technologies and things like that, so that we a we can keep up with things. I also have a personal, I have a personal version. There's a sheet like this. We're going to answer everything. We're going to slam on the brakes really hard. And when you slam on the brakes really hard, even after the car gets pushed all karchach, at least it will be behind. It'll go slower and so on. There's a sheet. There's a derek like that. I personally feel that that derech lasts two or three times on the brakes, and either the car gives, the brakes give, or the tires give. You, you, you can't. So kids realize, yeah, the drabanim will come round. It's okay. They, 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 you know, they'll say no, 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 and then they'll come round to it. And, and in my mind, that, that 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 is counterproductive. I think people need to. When you speak to kids about the internet, um, and again, if the kids are old enough so that they have a serious uh, discussion about it. 
you can tell them, <coughs> you know, everything HaKadosh Baruch Hu has put into this world, just, it's, it's Tov and it's Ra. And even Gan Eden had its Achaim, its Adas. And you need to know what is right about it, what's wrong about it. Um, what, 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 where, where does the internet become bad? Where does it become necessary? Where is it, it, where is it productive or not? There's a gray area. It's obviously easy to say that the, the, the schmutz and this and that. But when you ask somebody, how much time did you spend on it? And how productive was it? And how much did you get out of it? In a base measure, it's sharper. And I'll explain to you why the problem is sharper. It's because, first of all, the essence of learning, certainly the way my trainer has been, whether it's learning Gemara, Halacha, Gada, is sitting over something and cracking open another shell and another shell and another shell. Going over it again and again till, till the svar begins to seep out, till the tam begins to come out. That requires, that's the antithesis of Googling. It's the anti-Google. It's, it's the, the, you know, I guess, look, I, 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 I can't explain. It's, it's the antithesis of having two and a half million references, meaningless references at your fingertips that, that teach you nothing, and then your, your fingers are already itching for the next thing. Um, you know, I have letters. I saved up letters that I've written to close Chavir and wrote to me 40 years ago from Yeshiva. They're still treasures at my oldest daughter's Sheva Brachas. I, my best friend in the yeshiva was Robert Teichman from Baltimore, Rabbi Teichman, made a Shabbat, my oldest daughter, and he took out the letters and read them. And they were, they were as moving and, and as uh, meaningful, it, this is just, I don't know, 20 years down the line, 22 years down the line, as they were Bishaito. I took time for me to write it. I put feeling and thought about it. We were very close to we went to, to, to Lakewood, and so we wrote to each other, and it's a treasure. I mean, the only place where they would read your text messages is at a, at a, at a court when, when you're on trial for insider trading. That's, that's, the only, that's the only avenue for reading text messages. You know, yes, Marina Rabbeinu wrote, yes, no way. You know, like, like, there's, there's, nothing, there's, nothing to, there's nothing there that has any teichen. And kids are robbed, robbed of the ability to sit and to read something. Forget about... Mr. Severe is here. Mr. Severe is the, is, the, is the resident scholar by us. How many kids could take something classic and sit down and read through it and get something out of it? How, how many could do it today? It, but it's a trend. What? 10%. Yeah. It's, it's, it, you know, it, it's, it's how many would feel enchanted to sit down and, and, to, and to be able to, to take words and to savor them and to get a feeling out of it? So, so it has destroyed us. And, and I think if a kid begins to understand it, at least, you know, and I think that's a message. And if I tell, you know, I, I, I will tell most times, you know, parents, by us, again, it's a, very, it's a very broad range of kids. And you can't, you can't insulate the kids, but you're going to mechanic them. And one of the things that I think is effective is if a kid is a certain age already, he's 14 years old, and he wants to play computer games or, or, or whatever, I, 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 I can't keep up with all the boxes that come out. But So sit down with the kid and say, okay, where does this belong? How much of it do you think gives you? And, and how much of a waste of time? It's not a waste of time if you, you want to relax, fine. So, so that's, that's something that's good. People relax. But how, what percentage of time shall we allocate in your day, in your week, to relaxing? And what, what, and what things do we want to keep away from? 
a lot of times the kid himself, if he feels that, that you're not playing a game with him, will say, well, I don't think killing stuff is good. Good. I don't think more than... Temp- Very few kids will tell you, I think 50% of my time should be spent on, on relaxing and chilling out. I mean, most kids that are... English, and you, you, if you take the kid along in the process and you're fairly honest, I think they'll be quite responsive. Now, I don't think you need to bring that into Lakewood. Or even in Baltimore, if, it's, if the environments there are more secluded, then there's no need to do it. But when the environment is not, you, you need to sit down. And, and so technology for me, another thing almost also, I, I, I mean, we're talking about it, cell phones and texting. My brother-in-law, two of them actually, learned in, in Beza Talmud. Beza Talmud was old-fashioned in the old-fashioned days. It's a town that was the turn of the century, not 2000, but 1900, in America in 1960. And he was sitting with the mashkir, with Rebchaim Vesaka, my brother, and speaking to him. And the telephone rang. And Rebchaim Vesaka, nothing. He used to hear, and once, and a second time, and he thought maybe he doesn't hear him, he said, Rebchaim, the telephone. He said, Ich bin der Balabas auf dem Telefon. Nit er of mir. I'm the balabais on the phone. A phone is a tool of mine. I don't, I don't jump to it. But what does it mean that I'm constantly waiting to see if it's buzzing or not? If I'm a doctor on call, my wife has got a husband imminently, yes, then, then, then I'm Meshuvah. If not, you be a balabais on yourself. There's a, 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 an hour a day when you answer the phone. There's a, 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 a time when you check your messages. There's not, you're not trading stacks. You're not, I don't know how many remember. Again, I'm dating myself. In my days, the Batlanum, they had three telephones in the base medish on the, in the hallway. And they used to go, they used to go check their stacks. A few, a few, they were always by the phone. But that, was, that was the cell phone in my days. They were here. What? They were here. It, it, some, of them, some of them lost a quarter in, 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 the, in, the, in the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> that, was about, that was as far as they got with it. That was the investment. That was the net return. <laughs> When the phone made a mistake, we turned an extra quarter. That was the only thing they got out of it. But, but, but um, you know, it's, it's something that in, in a base medish where we try to mechanic people that they are masters over their time and their yonim. And, and they have, can use das in a fundamental way. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bigger problem because it's, it's, it relates to the fundamental message. And, and, I, and uh, you know, I, it's, it's something that takes a little maturity to understand. So for me, the, the, um, the, the understanding, there's, there's the Alatanya right someplace, and in one of his, it's his letters, or his short mamar, I don't remember, I, I, I saw it inside. He said, Chachma was much bigger in the old days. I, they didn't have steamboats in those days, and they didn't have telegraph lines, and he lists the, the, the technology. He said, Adarabah. He said Greeks were interested in trying to understand the fundamental issues of the world, the, the, the basis for the world. Technology is a, is a, is a shortchanging of Chachma. It's okay how to use this and this, but the real Chachma is to understand what this is and where it comes from and so on. So he said that the drive for Chachma has become greatly diminished. I, I think people need to understand a person is a master of himself. He's a master of his environment. That's, that's the basis for Avedis Hashem and Musr. And a person should make the decision of this. Do I need to be on call 24-7? Do I need to share everything about myself with other people? Um, you know, so that everything has to be Facebook and Twitter and, you know, and so on. Where's myself? Where am I? I, I think there's a, there, there needs to be a chinuch in terms of the more basic media. Yes? The goal for Tfilah 
I, I mean, I, I would think, I'm not sure, it's hard for me to tell where people are holding in terms of Pirish Hamilus. You know, it's, if a kid doesn't understand the words in Davening, obviously he can't Daven. But I think when kids in the youngest grades are learning Davening, they should be learning with what the words mean. They, they, but I think it's better to give a sense of its meaning rather you know, so if you speak to a kid about Rifa'enu and you mention people that are not well and we, and we, and we ask I think that's it's sometimes more productive than teaching each word because teaching each word becomes a very dry and technical drilling and it's hard to associate feelings with it so I, I would think that more a sense when you speak about when you, if, you, if you tell a story in a class about an unfortunate situation and then you say and if we were to daven about it, and we were to say this and this, you know, to feel what we said, I think when you learn to associate feelings with davening, it would become a lot more meaningful. Sukkot is in too. I had a few that just said to me this year, we say the same sukkot as ever. We're saying, okay, God is great, and we say all of these different paragraphs, and that's what we're saying every day, the same thing. So, is it a goal to try to have it I mean, some of it seems like poetics, whatever the other is the goal. My, my, again, my, my sense is poems stick to poetry. In other words, stick to the feelings behind it. it, it look around the world and so on. And uh, I'll tell you just a, a very fascinating story. Ramey Shapiro was once, once losing with him about Ramey Chodesh had passed away. Ramey was from the old Slavatkas. It was a different style of Musa than what Shapiro and, and the, the contemporary Machshava things. It was, it was old Musa and the, with Tziur and so on and so forth. So he told over he was once standing behind it was some sort of Mesiba and Rebbeir Chadish was there and next time I think it was Rebdov Maimi. He was an old uh, Slabatka or Mayani Mem Ayn Yud Nun Yud and they were talking Dailam was singing something I think the nigun was on the words of Nei Yisrael on Haluka. I think it was the nigun. I, I, I don't think they were discussing that. I think they were singing that. But much was standing behind him so he could catch the conversation. And one turned to the other and he said, Ihr hört? You hear? Livnei Yisrael am kreivig. Klal Yisrael closer. And they both started shedding tears. And Moshe Shapiro said, and I realized that they're speaking a language that I just don't begin to understand. In other words, they lived with the richness of the words. You know, for us, I'm, it's, it's like when, when you hear something touching, somebody doesn't understand what it's about, he's not going to catch why did those words trigger such emotion. I, I think the issue is more that we're not in tune with emotions. We don't have a sense, we don't live enough things, and the wreckage we do have tends to be kind of cheap and silly and, and so on. There's not a sense, I think you, the, the Chachmas define settings of wreckage and associate it with a tefillah. I think it'll make a big. There was something I was in this orator, I didn't say it over a lot of Tishabovs, and I was orated a few years ago, Tishabov, and from then on, a lot of times it comes to my lips. If we're to ask ourselves, what is lechola deis, the the downtime in davening on Shabbos? Like, if you got to tell somebody a pshat you heard, if you got to 
go outside for a few minutes. If you want to hop a kiddush when you shouldn't, what's the what's the perfect downtime? Avrachmim, halachically, avrachmim, no din of, of, of being mafsik, and you know it's it's put in quite late as davening goes, and it's not a din of ashur, it's a din of quite a tefillah, and it's not a din this. It's avrachmim, you know, it's it's the avrachmim. If you think about it. Avarachmin is was a takana for Jewish communities like ours. They were sitting Shabbos and Davening, the kids running around with Kiddush, and someone came and destroyed those communities. And we keep the Zechon and Khalisrol Lanetzah by saying it's it's the nicest time for Kahila is, is now. After Kriya Satira, Brave everybody's here, and there were communities like this that were butchered. Tens and hundreds of thousands of times all across the, the, the world. I mean, but, but if you think about it, you know, you know, Tzakas Anovim, think of the Tzakas Anovim, all of the doors of kids, you know, we, I mean, it's, it, it, if we think about it, it, it makes it much harder. I know how logically the best place to leave is then, but, but since I've, I've, I've spoken about it, it, it bothers me, you know, and, and uh, it, it's, it's, but it's very hard if you don't. If you say the words, but if, if you associate, if you say a story, and then if you tell a story, you know about one of the many epics in Kaliyshol, whether it's the Crusades or Khmelnytsky, whether it's Spain, whether it's pogroms in Russia, whether it's 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 the Fogel family in 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 in, in whether it's any one of of of. of Tons of times when, when, when in heaven mask, when you had a community that was, uh, Kehillah was decimated, and you say, this is the time of the week when we say, Shalom, the beauty of a community sitting together reminds us of that. It, it gives it a different time, you know. I've, I've, uh, I've ruined it for myself. I have a hard time with Avarachim now. It's, 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 but I, I think you need to associate it with the davening with, with, the, with things like that, and then it, it, the kids will the kids will want to learn the words themselves. If you ever see when you play a catchy nigun, and everybody wants to read the lyrics, you know, because you're so filled with the regish for the for the for the music, what are the words? Tit? If you teach the words first, it doesn't go. But when they hear a song, the kids will always go. The, the adults will always go look up the lyrics because they like it. I think it's the same thing over here also. The, What's the answer to a kid who says? I can do all the stuff in five minutes. It also says the same thing anyway. Now I'll say, you know, I'll say one Well, tell him, okay, again, I don't know the age of the kid, I don't know the quality kid. Seven so you could, you could tell him, um, you know, do, do you ever sit down with a friend and have a discussion that you enjoy? You probably could give over the information you give over within five minutes or less. But but it's an experience to be together and to enjoy it. It can be that way. This is what a Kaddish Baruch The words are a way to do it. And if you would sit and think about it, it would become enjoyable. And and you need to work on it. We need to work on it. It's hard for everybody because constant regish is not an easy one. But you know, I think if a kid is mature, seventh grade, is, I think there's already a beginning of maturity to do that. They could do it. You know. So. And, 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 you know, for instance, let me give you an example. When you sing out a kumzitz, if kids get turned on, if you can find words in tefillah to say, you know, all the feelings we're pouring out now, they, they actually are in the davening of, you know, of, of uh, you know, they're in the davening. And, and, and as, as you learn to associate it, you can could, you could have it. Yes, sorry? I just want to point that out. A lot of success I teach to create um, just basic fundamentals. To keep the stuff in class about what it really is. 
standing in front of the Rabbanu Shalom, the opportunity that you have, who the Rabbanu Shalom is, and uh, these are things that I think a lot of people don't think about when they die, and certainly not the kids themselves. What do you teach them? Shabbos Shalom. And there's something, the, of course, the Torah is about everything, but it's not something when they're in the younger grades. They're taught the words and everything, and sort the song and everything, but it's not, you know. See, see, it's a little easy. Now. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I know it's a kid that was coming to TI in, in charge of later. Um, he's coming from a background where the message was davening is very, very important, but but the kid what? Not necessarily. No, not necessarily. Because in, in the struggles of some of the other schools is. I mean, the dogma of his father is somebody that's not davening, and it, it doesn't even get the message. It's not that the kid knows it's important, but doesn't is not there yet. He doesn't even really have it yet. But if you tell me something like that, then I, I hear. I mean, that's a it's not necessarily. You know, there are many things like that, and not necessarily true. Uh-huh. Not necessarily true. But uh, I feel that that's something that uh, kids can start relating to just at that age, and um, does make does make a big difference. Because then that's just uh, the foundation to, to explain to them what, what, why, we, why we're saying all this, what you're saying all this stuff, what, what, what's it all about. Mm-hmm. You're, coming, you're approaching the, the creative, the whole entire world. And there's many, many needs over here. So before you do that, there's, you have to lay the foundation for that. So it has to, with all the old ideas, our cutter, what it's all about, it's just, you know, right. they'll go for that. But I think those are very important. I mean, it's something that I, have, that we, I keep repeating throughout the year, of course. It's, it doesn't happen just for one time. That, uh, what are we doing? And, uh, you know, kids talk during the happening. I said, at least that much you should understand that you're standing in front of the So you may not understand everything that you're saying, but at least stand there with the proper, with right. the proper cover, with the proper respect, at least uh, some idea of what, what, what you're doing. And you know, that's, you know, the type of ideas that I... Uh, Mishka? I hear, I hear. Sorry, someone else? Would somebody raise their hand? Something with what Rabbi is saying, it's not, it's not done. I mean, schools, how they're they dominant, they work, you know? It's just. You know, it's, it's a hard one. There are a lot of reasons why it's hard. Let, 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 let me give you one or two of them. First of all, you usually choose a Rebbe based on how well he teaches material. And it requires a certain level of chachman, a certain level of teaching abilities. It doesn't necessarily correlate with an ability to give over regish appreciation. It may or may not. So, A, love Dafka. That's why when you look for somebody, I mean, Shmelke Brazil came to the high school by us and wowed the kids. People don't, um, the first question you ask a Rebbe is not, do you have a guitar and can you do a kumzitz? It's, it's not the type of questions that you should get. And, uh, you know, that's the mitzvah of it, that's one. The second one is also learning by its nature can be done in a pre planned, regimented way. Today we're going to learn the first parasha. We're going to learn this pasik, we're going to hazard all this that. Today we're going to have a very, very um, meaningful kumzitz. It's almost, it, it almost begs for being spontaneous, but in a school you need to plan it. So, you know, you plan a Shabbaton, you plan things like that, but, but it, it's a harder thing. You, your regish is, is, is tough to pre program. So, so that's why it, it's, it's one of the things that are tough to do. And that's true, but this, I mean, what Remy's saying is you know, very revolutionary in the sense that it doesn't require houses, but it require story or a, something that the kids could relate to, not just. Just every day say the words, you know, that's not something so hard without the English. Right. Brazil. 
That's just not done. You know, I, you know listen, there are a lot of obstacles. I don't know what can I tell you. It's a, it's a problem. It's also, I mean, you know, it's a problem. It's not. Uh, when I was young, for instance, my father took me to Chassidim. My father was a real litvak. I mean, he came from Kavna and Sabotka. You, you can't get more litvish than that. But my father would have to be Balragish, and he would, every so often Friday night, he would take me by my hand. We'd walk across the Williamsburg Bridge. We'd go to Satmarov, we'd go to Kleismergerov. Um, and as a child, it was very, very deeply present. By us, the kids go to Square, and they're very, very, it's a, it's a moving experience for them. Um, you know, Siddish places have the warmth, have that type of thing. And it is, it's something. Rechaim Shulevitz used to say over, he was speaking about Regish and so on. Rechaim had a very powerful and picturesque way of describing himself. Rechaim's personal tension, one of his personal tensions was his, he was a grandson of the Navardica. And as such, he was a very powerful Baregish and had a, de- a definite Natiya for Regish. On the other hand, he was a tremendous Balseichel and didn't agree with Navardic with a lot of things. He didn't, so he didn't really learn Navardic. He was a Yosef at a very young age. His uncle was a Avram Yafin and he used to go to him occasionally. And he would stay a few days in Navardic and go back to, 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 to Grodna. Sir Pein described it in the Musashmus a few times. He said, I don't know if you've heard Reb Chaim had a very clipped way of speaking. He said, When it's cold outside, you have to warm up. Navardic had the warmest stove in Europe. But if you stay too long, you burn to a crisp. You don't stay too long. That's the, and it, it, it was, it was, it was more than just, you know, he said, you have to leave. But when it gets cold again, you have to come back. And, and it's one of you know it's one of those and I'm kind of sort of expressed that that it's something that you you can't it can't be a constant it should not be constant but it should be a, it's a very vital part of your life that was the sort of the way he gave description to that. Um, and, you know, and, and Yeshiv also was very interesting. Rebbeim would occasionally like, stoke the flames. He would get, he got annoyed at sort of lack of regish, and he would come up and pump up the Musa Shmuz, the Musa Seder, or the davening. But didn't you know? It, it was like it was always spiking. That was his only tea. Also, he could, he could be powerfully, powerfully marugish, and then sort of let things go. That was that was his tea. But uh, very interesting way of describing the. But he said he had to go. He said the Mir didn't give it to him, and Grother didn't give it to him. Nevada gave it to him. You know, yes, the Vatic was, was hot, the Vatic was warm. I think that we should be teaching current events. I mean, you mentioned the phones up. Is it, is it only special events, uh, um, events that the students should be made note of? Generally, they don't seem to know very much what's going on. <laughs> well, the sports section, if that counts, is usually they're usually quite good at that. Reb Nochum told me over, told over once, he was speaking about, there's a very, very, very big tzaddik in Nebrak, Mamish, from the Lamadon Sadikim, who's an American boy, grew up as an American boy, and uh, because he was the son of a, a, a Rashiva, he was together with the Mira Oilam when they were here for the year or two in East Brooklyn, in, in, in East New York. And Reb Nochum said about him, he says, I, don't, I remember him, he said, very American boy, he said, he used to memorize these columns of numbers in newspaper. I'm not sure what it was, but he said it was these long columns. They were they were a sport. I I think again it 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 really depends on the setting, and um, there are different the different nitias and I can't again a little muscle. There were there were Dolem and somebody like a Bruch Bear who who really felt you should be totally excluded from the world. 
It's 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 uh, it's worthless. It's nonsense. It's misleading, and it's been some. You're dealing with Chai Olam. This is Chai Yisha, and 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 it, it was a, it was a very very insistent cutting off, not to read newspapers, not having to do with it. A nitpick from the world. Somebody's in business. He has to read newspapers. Read newspapers. But there was there was a there was a certain train of of thought. Um, there, there, there were other, you know, there were others as well. I mean, anyone who's um, very famous, Remendel Kaplan, anyone who was in, in Philadelphia, he used to bring in the New York Times. Sometimes he used to read and explain something, talk about it. And Rebellion once said there, there, there are quite a few Rebellion that can teach a Ketzeris. The only one that can teach a newspaper is, and he meant it, he meant it, Rebellion didn't stand. I mean, if he didn't like it, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have made teaching there. But it takes a certain level of, the Bochum have to sense that it's not your default setting, that a Gemara is your default setting, um, and... Uh, I mean, my Reb Nachum, you could always talk to him about the sugya. Occasionally, you could talk to him about the newspaper. In other words, Baruch is the opposite. You always talk to the newspaper, occasionally about the sugya. He, you know, Reb Nachum Shakur learning first and foremost, and then he would. Uh, it, and, and it's a question of you need to be able to give over some perspective on it that you're teaching a child a valuable insight in how you look at things. In, 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 and it has to be something that's genuine where you open your eyes it's something where the kids don't think oh he gets paid to say that you know, it has to be something that it, it, it definitely for, for most everybody here where, they, where the kids are not isolated and insulated um, talking about occasion in a meaningful way where you're able to give over some shiv nashkaf is important I remember Reb Chaim Shorabis had a sister he had an aunt, Reb Zinyafin was the Alter Vadik's daughter. She lived underneath my Shvara's house in Slonim 11. It was two blocks from the yeshiva. And she lived to be about 100. I mean, she was in the late 90s when she was nifta. She was sharp and clear. She was a brilliant woman. Very sharp. You, you didn't want to start off with her. She was uh, needle sharp. Very, very... And Reb Chaim had a sister, Reb Gittel, who lived in the building of the yeshiva. She had been married to Reb Chaim Zeffinger. They were related twice. And... Um, and uh, she lived in the village. She was a very big tzaddikah, very tumimistical lady. Her, her first husband had been a big Navardika. And she would go for Shalashuddis. All the ladies of that uh, club would come to Rebetzin to, to talk. And my roommate was Rafal Shalevitz, who was a niece of Rebetzin Gittl, a nephew of Rebetzin Gittl. So I got, so I, I, I knew, you know, so he would tell me over sometimes. Um, it was the year. It was the. It was sometime when when Johnson had died, President Johnson had died, and she had read all about him in the Modia, and she sat and gave perspectives on what you can learn from that person's life, on where he'd come from, what he'd made of himself, how he'd made himself, and so on. And uh, the Gittel came back and she told the folk, you know. There's nobody in the world today that can read a newspaper the way the mumma, so it's called the mumma, the ant, reads a newspaper. To be able to say, and let's, you know, let's forget what the world's affected with. Let's see, here's a person who was a some person, these were the challenges of faith. I overcame it. This is where it led him to. These are the issues that he came up with. It, it was a very, you know, there has to be a sense that it's coming with some sort of pers- moral perspective on it, some sort of theoretic perspective on it. 
I assume they should be doing that Lamudi whole. I, I assume that a kid in the academy, which I, I mean, if he if he if he doesn't know current events without that, then the English department is doing a, 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 a bit. I, I can't imagine, you know. I don't think there's any class called current events. So, every class so certainly the Gemara class shouldn't be the place for that. So <laughs> let the history teacher do it. You know, it's really, it, it's not, I mean, he shouldn't be learning American history than the current events during Gemara. But, but, but a perspective, and especially when our perspective is, con- is contrary to the world, where, where the world is, is wowing X, Y, or Z, and um, you know, you know, it's let's let's give an example. And let's say when uh, um, the English prince got married, and it's all over the papers ad nauseum. I think it's time to tell us say why is it that people so infatuated with it? You know, it used to be a king had responsibilities. He he he, he made decisions. A king, agreed. where somebody makes no decisions, leaves an empty life, useless. And, and draining the blood of everyone else, and, and right. why is it that we? Why is it that we don't even say this? Why waste words on it? Why is the world so infatuated with things that glitter and have no? It's one thing when a king, the Tsar of Russia, he could have been the most evil person, but, but the man ruled about a third of the world, and, and, and you know, for good or for bad, the power was real. You make a bracha on a person like that. On, on, on a king and, and the prince of England, maybe Mishan Abrias, but nothing more than that. There's no, there's no shechilik, not. Not, you know, shechilik mikvodo or mechachmoso, certainly not. So, 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 why is it that, you know, why is the world infatuated with something that's just, just, just tinsel? And, and, and isn't this, don't we become affected by it? It's a place to make, how many of you have, you can ask it, how many, why is it important? Why is it in significance? Why is it, it's, it's we learn to appreciate things that, that are just, sort of, that's a point to make. And, and again, it has to be made in a way where they don't know always what to expect from you. Yes, we don't with but yes, it's something where you, you can sort of give a perspective. We have a perspective on the world. And, uh, it's in the point when you said you really, it, it should be an obligation of a, of a Rebbe to do that. Because so have, it, 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 otherwise, the, they're going to get the from their parents. Or from so, their so, so, it's, so, it depending on their world and, and what their world is. So, uh, the, the, what you should tell in Lakewood is not the same as what you should say in Shea Souls, not the same as what you should say in the Academy. Each one has their world, their issues, and what you can tell them. You know, that's why it's, 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 it's different. But, but part, of, part of what a Rebbe, it, just like Halacha Lamaisa, when you, when you learn Halacha with kids, you're learning how to apply it. You're learning Hilchas Adal Minim, and then you take out a little message. There's a certain, you're applying our Hashkafa to look for things that are Toiv and Emis, has a way to apply itself to the world. Has a way to, to, to apply itself, and and kids need to, to understand that. Um, yes. I'm a little confused. I'm a lot. <laughs> I might be into the cloud, but when, 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 when there was a when, 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 when there was a coronation, I had my kids all watch the video because I I felt it was important. My wife's seen this now. But I still remember that when I went to England for the first time, the Queen spoke on the, on the radio. My father did not have television. Well, everyone stood up. I was coming. And I sat down and I was like, my, 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 my future wife said, What are you doing? I said, what, what am I doing? Because I was in the United States, there's no cover in my house. 
So when people could see it, they could learn cover mouthless when you see a carnation. Not, I don't have a problem with that. So, so as long as you, as long as Again, if, if that's what you think, and again, you're entitled, I, I don't have, I'm a, if you send and say, let, let's do it, so, but there's Malchus, and there's a music of Malchus, as long as you, you're interpreting it for them, if, if you're doing a certain malacha of interpreting it, and, and that, somebody was telling me, um, a neighbor of mine in Israel, Moshe Cohen, he was always telling us, you know, all the stories that you hear from the old days are meaningless for you. A king, a czar. He says, do you want to know what a king is? You know what a czar is? He said, when they built the new train terminal in Warsaw, it was like, it's supposed to be big house. The czar came to look at it. He said, the czar looked at it, and he said, hmm. You know, like, the, the next day, the architect jumped off a building. And he said, you don't understand, you don't begin to understand that. Fine. As, as, as I say, but it's, I, I, again, I have no problem with that perspective if if it's a perspective that you thought about and you're, you're explaining to them that, you know, Malchus is Choshev and even, you know, Achav, uh, Elior ran before him and so on. That's also, but, that, but that's, you're giving a perspective. You're not watching the movie to, to see the fun and the, and, and, and the thing. Any perspective is fine. I, you know, it's, it's, as a Rebbe, Yeshua, you have different days. I don't, I don't, there's not a problem with different, but, but, but it's a day of somebody who has a Torah perspective about it, and he's giving that over to the kids. That's 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 Orchus Chaim. Yes. Okay. I think we solved all the world's problems. We're, we're, we're good to go. I'm, we had lunch suppers around the corner. The, yes. What's the perspective of Jack of Mark to teach boys, let's say older boys in Chumash, learning them? What's the good thing to focus on when they're there's two, I would say there's two main inyanim, two main approaches. There is the, um, and, and, and again, this depends a lot on kids, where they, A, which kids, and B, where is this Chumash Seder coming through? Where is this Chumash Seder coming about? Um, I think one thing that's important is to teach, I don't have to say the right way, if you take a look at the more modern versions of Chumash today, it's Chumash is almost like an ink blot. Whatever you want, you could say. You, you, you know, you can you can project any narrative that you want. If you look through a Ramban, I, I, we, we learned we showed him on Chumash in, in, in Yeshiva Shabbos morning by Kiddush. I mean, the, the, someone explained. Someone said the Ramban to Rashi on Chumash is like Taisus to Rashi on. The Ramban doesn't say things. He'll bring. A half a dozen riots where the word is used, the seriousness, it's a subject. What's the pshat in, in, this, in this over here? It's not how do you feel about it. It's there's a raya, there's a kasha, there's, there's a way ratchik. So one element of Gedolorish, of Devon Ezra, Rashi, Dramban, and you know, it, it, the, 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 the seriousness of learning of the Indian. And, you know, Rashi Malach is this, Ramban has the problems from here and here, but Meli says this. That's one, it, it presents a certain, it, the, the trend today is anything you say goes. It, it's, it's, it's a certain lack of, of, of gravitas on, 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 the, on the Chumash. Um, and it gets, it's worse in certain areas, in certain, by certain uh, communities, but, it, but it's bad. And I think just being able to look through Ramban and understanding a Kasha and a Teretz and a Raya and, and one or two Mahalchim, I think that's very important. 
And then there's a second chilek, which is what the Balamusa did, to try to learn up what is this teaching us, the stories of Chomish are meant to teach us Aruchas Chayim. They're meant to teach us how a person does something. And you need to somehow introduce it in a way that, that they can relate to it to some degree. That, that's what Balamusa did. They, they painted a picture in a way where these are mahalchim of... Uh, I remember I once heard Rabbi Dali Eisman in Kol Teira, he's, he's I used to walk every week to buy the hair. It was awesome. He once said, Yukach no matmayim. He said, let's get the picture straight. Avram was an old man, a patriarch. Ishmael was a young boy, relatively, and not from his, you know, not from his wife either. And he says, look at how he speaks to him. Yukach, he doesn't say kach, take. He says, it would be not, you know, someone ought to take, no, please, ma'at, a little water. How does a person speak? How does a person speak to help? Yukach, no, ma'at, mine. Three words giving over their hands to the person. It's stuck in my mind. It's, 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 I must have heard it in the 70s, in the early 70s, so when I, that's when I went there. And I still remember it. it it's, it's to, you know, how you talk, how you address, how you, you know, it, it, and it, I think it, it, so that was the Derech Ebal Musr, and it's a very important thing. So if you're learning the Chumash Bataris text, it's one thing. Learn the Chumash Bataris Musa element, that's another thing. And those are the two important areas I think are neglected. Can you answer the high school student who comes to you and says, Pasha, I don't believe that the Teva can hold all two pairs of all the animals, or Rift is three years old, and the Russian go on and on. Right. That sort of defy logic. And he's coming to you and saying, I prefer logic over the Torah. It's a very fundamental problem that he has. And what's the best way to answer? Um. So, first of all, you, you packed in a lot of animals in that little, in that little question. <laughs> you, you, you said the, the Teva, you said the Medrashim, um, and, and the kid. The, and again, this, the, the type of question like this depends very much where's the kid coming from. But the first thing is, uh, there are two Nikudas here that that are sort of hidden, uh, um, the, the hidden points. One is, I always have this, they have this, this, this new revitalization of rationalist Judaism. Rationalist, we're not mystical. So rationalist Jews don't believe in Shadim. They don't believe in Shadim and demons. But they believe in Malachim, unless they're after Karsim. So why a Malach is a more rational type of person than a Shade, I haven't figured out yet. <laughs> Creating the world from nothing. In other words, that, that you can make something out of nothing is not a nace. It's way beyond. It, it, it's not. So if, if, if the person says, I believe in Torah, but I can't believe this story, say, well, if you could make a person... In, in this little cell that I, in one cell, I can't even call it, do you know how many, this I read in a book, it's called, it's, it's called something of life, I got it's called, it, it is a not from book totally, it's not from Kai, it doesn't do Hashkafa, it's put, it's Oxford University, the only reason I have it is because it cost $3 on a sale, and I, and I, I pick up stuff like that, I, I like it, I, it's about cell life, it's a very, it's fascinating, a cell has Somewhere between fifty to sixty thousand different chemical interactions in a space that's that's one trillionth of, of a table. 
is so how, if someone to tell you I can lock into a little cell like that, something fifty six thousand, you'd say uh, that's a fairy tale. That's impossible. I'm a rationalist person. It can't be. Well, maybe it can't be, but but it just happens to be. It, it, it's it's important. You know, we don't we don't begin to understand what is. Um, how much things that define imagination. The truth is, and again, if the kid is mature enough or smart enough, you know, quantum physics is, is, doesn't make no sense whatsoever. It makes no sense. It, it things, a, a, a typical stuff is where things come out of nowhere, and as long as they, as long as they were saying a certain stability in terms of coming and disappearing very quickly, it's okay. What does it mean? What does that mean? I don't know what it means, but that's the best picture we have of what's there. And if it's there, it's there. How does gravity work? You know, every people don't even. We're so used to things. How outgoing forces work is not hard to understand. I take a ball, I throw it. I throw it hard. I throw it quickly. That works. But there's nothing we can. What what pulls something? What forces something out? We have a picture. We live with a pattern. Makes sense. Everything that goes outward goes with speed. Light goes with a speed. Gravity is instant. And how does a particle know to pull the... Every single particle in the world pulls the other particle. How? I don't know how, but it's there. So I say, listen, I don't, I don't have a grasp on everything, but I need to make a circle. This I understand, so on and so forth. If I could put in one cell, I have every single being that will ever come from me, and his trillions and nefesh are in this cell. This cell can multiply itself trillions of times and create trillions of people. So, you know, that's what it is, and, and it's, part of, it's part of those things. Because I don't understand it, it's not a reason not to believe it. Because if, if, belief, if, if, belief was, if believing was contingent on understanding, the world doesn't make sense. Things don't make sense. At, at the, the, the more you go, the further you go out. I was reading a, an article recently. There's, there's a magazine called American Scientist. It's very fascinating. I enjoy it. It's put out six times a year, and it's 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 it's, it's um, I, I think it's the Sigma Psi. It, it, it's it's put out by science. It, it's as mainstream plus as you can get. It's 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 the um, it, it, it's it's the, the and there's an article there, I have it, about the lies we teach kids in physics. And it goes through the things that all that you always teach in physics that are not really true. They're the best we can do, but they certainly are not right. And so the answer is, we do live and we do exist in the worlds around us, and if we don't understand that it still is around us. People have to understand that what makes quote-unquote sense to you is not the outward definition of the world. And, and if you, if you, so a few, a few pieces. Torah itself is not logical in the sense that it comes from low places. The Torah says, "Brach is doesn't make sense, and Yeshme Yesh doesn't make sense. That the world inf- infinitely existed does still doesn't make sense because it's not that comes from place. Infinite doesn't mean anything. It's a meaningless number. So it's, it's a word that means nothing. Infinite. So, so, so um, whatever it is, we are limited, and we understand bits and pieces of reality. The fact that the Torah said it's a nace, the Torah doesn't say anywhere that's Teva that he put all these animals in, is, 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 it's a nace. It was a nace done to preserve the world. Within some context, it required effort. You, you can, what you can do is develop the theme and say, let's try to understand it. It obviously was a nace. 
So why do you have to stick, get wood together and hammer it and, and put pitch in and run around feeding? Why did a Kashmir want it that way? This is a good way to introduce the kids to the idea of Ishtadlis and Mikhtachan and so on and so forth. But if you jump, they're going to say it's obviously a nace. It couldn't have been in reality. So why did you need any, any tools really? By the way, as a, as, as a Maimra Muskin, I'm just saying it for entertainment benefit, not for the... I have a friend of mine. He's actually... He went to yeshivas with me. He's my age. Um, he became a nuclear physicist, was bored of it. And he, he likes everything exotic. He's not married, so he doesn't make Parnassa. So he, he, he researches all sorts of fascinating things. So he has a book with all the possible ways the world could be created. You know, the 6,000 years versus death, he has, I don't know, 55 different scenarios ranging from fascinating to, to, to the outrageous and crazy. And he has about the, the Teva holding all the animals. And he works it out how it's physically possible. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you, a, a, and I'll tell you basically how he does it. I, I, I'll, I can sketch out the, the, the scheme. I can't, I can't tell you the... It goes something along these lines that, first of all, the understanding that to get all the different types of dogs, the Dalmatians with the Beagles, with the, with the, with the St. Bernards, you only need one type of dog. That was one point. So how many, at what level in the, you know, at what level in, 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 the, in the ladder of, of genus, species, phylum, and so on, do, do we, need, we have a cutoff point where it's possible to get? So he hypothesizes X, I don't remember what it was. How big is that creature when it's in its just born state? And how many times is its weight in food it eats? And he calculates it, and, and again, I, I, the details didn't interest me very much, it's sort of a fascinating thing. And he calculates that it fits exactly. You know, I, I, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I'm Kabbalah with a cobbling. But I wouldn't go in that direction because I think it's more important that kidneys understand that many of the things that Torah speaks about are not Teva, and this is one of them. And we need to understand, though, what our Kachbrok want from them. Why did he do the process like that? Why did he just take him to a mountaintop someplace? Out of Eretz Yisrael. Why did he... You know, in Eretz Yisrael. Why, you know, there's room to talk about it and, and to sort of jump the gun on the, on the kid's question and say, yes, it obviously was a nace, but why, why was it a nace? Why didn't go up with heaven? So on this, things like that, you can... Okay, yeah. Just on the same line, so uh, I'm not sure if I actually my class as well, but um, you have to really understand how things work before you can say that you don't, that it doesn't make sense. Right. I don't like, does that tell us that, uh, that the person learning the basic medicine are the ones that are running the world? And you say, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. I said, if you bring someone here, let's say, like from 50 years ago, and, and, the, and the lights go out, and tell them, so say, fix the bulb. So say, okay, that's not. You have to send someone down to the main plant over there. You have to fix the computer. What are you talking about? You have to go over there in order to say have right. in order to turn on the lights over here. So, yeah, because that's the way things work. So we understand that now because we're, we're exposed to it. But if you don't understand how things work, then you can't tell me that the guy sitting in the base manager is, is, is not the guy running the world. The guy who's, who, who's out there uh, doing I don't know, the work. You can't, you can't say that. You have to understand how things work. So first, you first have to find out how things work in order to be able to... Um, so what did you want? Um, if someone was working at a school that has like shot towards Medina Israel or however they want right. to phrase it, um, how much should the Rebbe be involved with steering the kids, let's say the right of what's happening inside in the elementary or in the religious 
happening that are occurring there? I'm, I'm not sure that those two, you know, there, there are two things. First of all, you know, there's, a, a, there's an issue of an approach to, to Medina Israel, which is issue one. The other Inyanim don't have to, there's not a necessary, necessary correlation automatically between the two. Um, there are schools that are very positive to Israel and a very, you know, uh, isolationist, insula- insulationist, chadal, whatever you want to call it, you know, kalapi. It, it's not, it doesn't correlate. Generally speaking, when a, when a Rebbe is, you know, it, it, there's, there, there, there are touchy issues because when you sign up to teach for somebody, you're agreeing to a certain element of, yes, this is the school, these are Rechitas and Steyas, and I'm meant to teach within that, those parameters. A person needs to be um, concerned when is he, you know, when is he doing something Shalokashura simply because he's being employed on one context and he's doing something other than that. On the other hand, um, it's love Dafka that what the world has begun. In other words, just because a person has a very positive attitude towards Medina Israel in terms of you know supporting it and being part of so and so forth, does it mean that mixed groups of boys and girls are okay? It's perfectly fine to to, to be a very loyal Zionist and to say, but this is wrong. Uh, it's one has no shares to the other. A person needs to be honest. Um, what a school. You know, you're working for somebody. You're agreeing to something. You're getting employed. You need to separate the core hashkafas from all the shaft that has accumulated with it and steer the kids. And a lot of times, if you speak about the, for instance, let's say you're in an environment that is not that is um, not in favor of colo or doesn't preach it, you can. But if you present the dogma of Torah. If you talk with great admiration, genuine admiration of Gedolei Torah and who they were and what their lives were like, it automatically draws people. You know, if you speak about what the, you know, I remember when Shabazam was there and, and the, the Israeli media couldn't figure out what was going on, why 300,000 people came to Levaya, ranging from Strymel through Kippot Srigot to a man who lived in two rooms in in. in Shari Chesed, and uh, you know, didn't have, he was a retired Rashiva called Torah, didn't know anything about it. It, it, it made a tremendous impression. You know, we told kids about the, 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 the type of Mr. Nefesh for Torah, the type of Hasmod, the type of Galas of Torah. It, it creates an ideal, and, and it should not be, there's no reason the world, it, it, politics creates strange welding of all sorts of sheets. They don't have to go together. A very powerful and strong appreciation of the United So there's no reason in the world why that needs to deride Gratos um, and Torah. There's not no reason, just because the type of people that clumped together were A, B, or C. Just like a knitted yarmulke, it could be a Rabbi Al-Khasid also. The, 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 um, you know, there's no reason why a, a, you know, a knitted yarmulke is, 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 if you believe in this, you should wear a knitted yarmulke, and if not, you should wear a black velvet yarmulke. And, and if, with a, you know, depending on the setup or not a setup, that's also like two different sheets. It doesn't have to go together. And, and, and I think there's a broad room where kids can learn what's right, and you have a lot to offer, even if you disagree on point A, point B, point C. Um, you know, it doesn't have to work. You have this situation where you have literature, a baby teaching, Siddhashi Shivas, 
Um, you, you may not believe in going to Tish, you may not like the over-infatuation with the Rebbe, but if you agree to teach there, then you're not going to be knocking the Rebbe. What you're going to be doing is inspiring the Bachim to like learning, to get into learning, and, and you hope that that, that will create a necessary you know, balance that will give the kid what it needs. I think, you know, but, but you have to be honest. When you take on a job and you sign on, you take money from somebody, um, you, you know, it's, it's a... You, you have this thing, in, in, I mean, there was a, a certain place that to stroll in, within the yeshiva world, but it had its own shitas about various issues in Kirov and so on. A lot of Rebbeim didn't buy into it, which was fine, but they would actively sort of push the kids away and tell them that their Rosh Hashiva is wrong. I, 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 uh, I thought that that was a very, very dishonest and was wrong. You can resign your job, or you can, you can say, listen, he, 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 he may say X, my job is to inspire him in Torah, and once he gets into Torah, he'll see things differently, that's fine. But, but not to go, I mean, it, 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 there's something very dishonest about it. And, and I, I think fundamentally it's wrong. I don't, that's, uh, are, you, are you saying that if I teach in a school that's pro I can't redefine Zionism in the classroom? So that, anybody said, I don't think anyone in this room is not a Zionist. Listen, if, if you teach, let's take, let's take an example like that. If you teach in a class and you tell them and you inspire them with how much Eretz Yisrael is the only place where there's Ashras Ashkina, it's the only place where a person can fully realize himself as such, but but it's Shmir it's mitzvahs and and the, and the religious awareness is what the Teichen is about, then it creates a model that's true. Um, and it doesn't, and, and, and you may, you know, other things are necessary for it, but, but it's a very different attitude than if you, than if you, you know, I, I know, if, you, if, if, if someone employed you for X and, and, uh, and you, you really go and get sex, I don't know, it's, it's not a what my feeling is that um, in a case like that in a case, if, if you give students the right to moon about it, it, it'll, it they'll have the right picture about it like I said, you know if Eretz Yisrael is the Makom for Klai Yisrael because it's the place where Eretz is the closest case for Klai Yisrael, where the Hashkach of Eretz Yisrael was mostly Klai Yisrael and, and so on and so forth, and, and Eretz Yisrael is Mechaev a, 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 a different level of ruchnius and, and goodness, then, then you're giving a right message. Actually, I'm, I want to say your sheet, so to speak, right? Sorry, guys. Uh-uh. I taught in a school where Ben Gurion's picture was in the classroom. I took it down and I replaced it with Rev Cooks, which was, I didn't put the uh, Sidi Shereba there. Right? Okay. That's I didn't put the Shlomo's album there. Okay. Right? Um, and? and the principal of the school walked in one day, looked at it. And didn't say a word. Never said a word to me for the rest of the world. That's fine. I, I, can't, proud. I, I can't. I can't imagine. Exactly. I can't imagine where somebody should have a problem with that. As you know, we are Zionists through the eyes of Rav Cook, not through eyes of Ben Gurion. Ben Gurion was a man with you know who had a lot of mundane accomplishments, but as as a person, as a person to emulate and admire, he's not. And 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 if they had no problem with it, then you did the right thing. It would have been a problem, and, and again, I, I'd be very frank. If he would have insisted that you replace it back again, I don't know. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable teaching 
when, a, when when you hang up somebody's picture, you're saying it's about the person, and you know, Kazera a Vikadesh. and you know that, that would that would be a that would be a very difficult situation. I don't know. I don't answer that. Uh, that's a, that's a tough one. It, you know, we have also kids by also occasion go teach in conservative or reform Sunday schools, and it's an issue of of um, what is it that you can do, what is it you can't do, what is it you can say, what is it you can't say. Each each environment, they're very different. You can accomplish a lot, but it can't be at the price of of of, of rank, you know, of of of, of uh, Gezelgummer or Shagigum. You have to use a lot of safety. Yes. What does Rebbe do when he's teaching Yeshiva? And because he's interacting with the boy in a day in, day out basis, he knows the boy's buffer, whatever it is, better, better than, let's say, the Hanhala, who's not interacting with him. And he feels very strongly that this boy could shine more in another place. And the Hanhala is adamant that he can't throw a boy to leave our How did, what, But in the Rebbe's conscience, like, in the, it's in the voice of conscience, believe. How does it really heal with that? So there's two levels, so this is a question that's across the board everywhere, all the time. Um, I don't think if you're employed by Yeshiva X to tell a Bacha um, leave the Yeshiva when you're forbidden to do so by Dan Hola is a real issue. If the Bacha comes and asks for advice, to tell him wrong advice you can't do, Sheval Tais is also something. Um, you can tell somebody, listen, if a, if a Bacha comes to you, and, and again, I'm, I'm, you know, there's a, um, Yaakov Avinu was the one who had to struggle with this. A Bacha comes to you, a kid and says, can I leave the yeshiva, or his parents come to you, should I go to a better place, a stronger place? If you say, I feel that being that I'm in this moisin, I'm a rabbi here, I can't answer that question for you. I, I want to tell you, Maisa, that to me was a, a person, it's a personal story, but it was an extraordinary story, a, a lesson in, 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 in certain MS. When I was a high school boy, I was struggling with the issue of going off to yeshiva, which in those days meant not going to college. They, they, way before BTLs were born, and those days you, you had to do college and do it the Cholmoide, Cholnafsh, you had to do it the way it should be done, and it wasn't. And going off the yeshiva was a struggle, and obviously it was something which my parents were very unhappy with, and society didn't encourage it terribly, and uh, it you know, wasn't good for Shidduch not to go to college in those days, and so on. So I had to go, and I, and I was struggling with it, and it was very difficult. And I went to ask Rev Henkin a Rev Henkin lived on Lower East Side. I hope everybody has heard of Rev Henkin. And I'm not, you know, I'm not surprised because he didn't have a party behind him and he didn't have. Uh, and Rev Henkin was one of the close door. My parents were close. My father was very close to them. My father held the world of him. He used to come once and make an appeal. He was a block away from my house, and he was a tzaddik straight out of the storybooks. I mean, when I knew him, it was his 90s. He was he was frail. He was pure MS. He was blind already, but he corrected my father on Trump. You know, he, like I mean, he he, he he could read everything about Pear, and he was he was a very very unique person. So I called him up and I said, "I'm my father's son. Can I come over and ask the Rav Shailas?" He said, "Of course." So I come in. I ask him, "Should I go to college or go to Tzolti Yeshiva?" So a tremendous look of tsar in his face came, and he said, "I um, oh." 
I would, I would have told you not to come if, you, if, if I knew that was a question. <laughs> and he said, listen, his son was a very successful lawyer. From Yid, an Ayel Yid, and his grandson is an Etisoz, a Rav. Um, his son was a lawyer. He said, had my children gone the way I wished, I could have answered you. But it's not like that. And Chas Shalom, I have no kindness. They're wonderful, wonderful children. Chas Shalom, I don't think I have any kindness. But if they didn't, so can I answer you? And Chas Shalom, don't, don't think that it, it, I, I don't have any kindness. They're very, very fine people. But since they didn't do that, how can I tell you? It was very powerful to meet the Midas Amis. Like a lot of people at Tainis in those days, Rabbanim, is going back to history, and their children they sent to college, everybody else's kids they sent to Yeshiva, which was unfortunate. <laughs> the Rabbanim's kids knew what it was like to, to hunger and to wait for Yeshiva check. In those days, you have to check the year the check was written out. It wasn't a question <laughs> of the date, it was, you know, like they would be six months behind, eight months behind. It, it, I mean, it's, it's sad, that was the story. So, so a lot of their kids did go. The Talmudim were inspired to stay learning. That was, that was the. So he said, had I. It was, it was, it was to me, like, and I also got my answer. You know, I also had the tshuva. If you tell a boy, and if the boy is anything about das, you know, it's wrong for me working for this mindset to tell you to go someplace else. So if you've answered the question and you know what's right, or if you say I need to recuse myself from this issue because I'm going to get a duffer. You know, it, it, there's nothing wrong with saying I can't answer. If there's an occasional need, send somebody else. In other words, if, if you really feel that it's because Nefesh, this kid needs to go someplace else, send a third party to rub with that boy and say, listen, I'm a Rebbe here, I'm not allowed to tell him. But I'm telling you, the situation is, he will do extremely well there now. It, it, it's, it's the right way to do it. It's wrong for you to go and, uh, you know, my father never spoke about things or people, whatever. He was very nizer. Besides the Shahari, just, he, he kept, you know, he kept all these things. There was a certain person in Bnei Brak, a big Hanoi, a, a group of them, two or three of them, who were employed by the Vizhnitzer Rebbe. This is going back in the 50s and 60s. And they were the Rebbeim in, in the Vizhnitzer Yeshiva. They incited the Bachram against the Rebbe. The Rebbe is, 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 is soft, the Rebbe is Mizrahi, the Rebbe is this, the Rebbe is that. And they succeeded in getting a whole group to break off. And they became known as Schwarze Visionists, Black Visionists. They became the anti-Visionist the Visionists, whatever it was. You know, and, and people kind of took it with, like, yeah, real Heverman. They were the Rebbeim and the Yeshiva there. They got the boys to see the Emmas, whatever it was. My father once, someone made a remark, and my father was said, yes, and that was their Hakar Satov for the Rebbe taking them off the street and when they were starving and giving them a job that he incited the chassidim against them. That was his Akar Satov. That was, I'm sure, sort of blurred out. He couldn't, he couldn't take the Lashem Shemayim of, of, of not only biting the hand that feeds you, but biting off the hand that feeds you, kind of amputating the, the arm that feeds you. And there was a certain element of it. You know, there's a certain Musa Haskell that uh, uh, teaching, teaching honesty is also something we need to teach our kids. And if I get a paycheck, I can't. So you, you can recuse yourself. You're not. You're, you know. You're, you're in a gevadaver. It's 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 perfectly legitimate. And uh, you know, find a way around. Let someone else do it. Let someone else sit down and talk with him. But you can't. I think that you cannot do it. Again, we speak up, Iklal. You know, it's not. Uh, you have to ask Shilas to big people these things of difficult issues. But yes. The question about the uh, Israel and the Jewish cat. 
I'm sorry? Women's role in Yiddish text. Women's role? Yeah. I mean, we know that the women are okay, 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 the women what is a woman's role to regarding that? You know, you don't find they do that is because they can handle it. Are they, are they here to prove themselves to work on things or not? What, how would you approach the question? I think. Like I just add, in seminaries, they do do that. <laughs> <laughs> so not supposed to. And, and how long does it last? You know? <laughs> but they encourage it, and then they. And also do it, you know. But, but very often, the woman wants to know, you know, what am I supposed to do? What's the answer? Still take care of the kid. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so let's 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 be let's talk about it. Um, I, I believe that life is a base medrash that's meant to form a person, forge a person, develop a person. Then it's shown to go through and so on and so forth. The Talmud Torah is the primary vehicle for a man to attain that. So that's the nature of a man. And, and so on. A woman's life has a lot of interactions that produce profound changes. A Yiddish mother is who she is because she's a mother, because she's Yiddish. When a woman is taking care of children and is responsible, it's not a duty, it's, it's it, you know, it, it, just the feedback of life. And, you know, it, it, it's, um, I don't think I'm all that much older than most people here, but living through life, if, if you understand it as such, it has a profound impact on a person much more, you know, I know, I know myself, all the most I learned was only a, a preparatory ground for when you go through the Nisayan, the Nisayan is what has the impact on you. A woman becomes a kind, sensitive, understanding slash spiritual person by raising children. There is no activity in the world that imparts so much. You know, when people say only raising children, it, all she does is that. Even, you know, one of the things I, I, you know, you talk about to better girls. You know, you, you get a girl who comes in and she wants a husband that they'll sit and work on themselves together. And very idealistic. And, and, and she means it well. You try to explain to her the care when, a, when you come home from a hard day of work and a woman thought about what can I make to eat that's enjoyable and alike and thinks about you, th- there's a lot more power in that than many other things. And, and the reason we become so insensitive to it, a Masilza Sharm environment is an artificial environment in many ways, and for a woman especially. The difference between women and men in Talmud Torah is because for men, Talmud Torah can be a lot more, just the nature of it, a realistic environment. A, a, woman, a, a woman that does the right thing, a woman is, 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 is in a situation where she's always doing for the other. That's her Metzias. And, and when that's, that's the way Akash Prokho meant it, to bring out better people. Uh, and the great women, you know, whether, whether or not, the, when you think of a great woman, you don't think of how much muscle charm she has. It, it's how much care when she talk to somebody, how sensitive, how warm, all of those things. And, and, and we've lost, the, you know, so for a younger person, learning is, is a good thing and it's fine. 
but but life, married life is supposed to change that. When you have a family of kids and a lot of kids in her, and you take care of them, and you live their life, and you die for them, it's just like the Chazanish had an issue with Musa. As I said, I don't say it's not. gave us Tariyad Mitzvahs. If that doesn't develop us, why did he think of Sashon to develop us? That was his time. He, he, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not going there, but his title was, it can't be that the Tariq Mitzvahs are not good with our moral development, and somebody in, 250 years ago with a safer did it. That was his time, so to speak. I mean, Kosh Baruch Hu made a woman and, and in, a, in a unique position where she's the one who cares, worries, lives. Her husband, her children's net. Why, why would that not make a different person? And and, and somehow we've lost that. And and, and um, it's. I have my my mother-in-law. She's we live and be well. She's not not a well person, especially. She, she was a nisar chaznish. She was a grainerman. She's a grainerman. And grainermans are all about doing, rolling up sleeves. Obviously, it's near stick away, but you know, kind of, uh, you know, rolling up the sleeves and doing. That was my, that was my mother-in-law. I mean, twenty-four-seven. She, you could always, if there wasn't need to go and learn, you could always drop the kids there, and this and that, and so on. So <coughs> Rabbi Tzinyafim, lived right underneath her. Rabbi Tzinyafim was already an older person. Rabbi Tzinyafim was, was a kind of intellectual person. She was very shy. and she once told my mother-in-law, Rabbi Tzinyafim, she said, "You know, you're such a great girl, such a wonderful woman, but I have a little bit of a." A little tiny thing. Your your involvement with all the kids, the grandchildren, great grandchildren, that the house there was always there was always kids there, always kids being parked and and and, and taken. You know, that was the, you know, I think that they are taking away from your intellectual development. Something to do with intellectual, but she said something. So my mother answered her, "Yes, as soon as we finish raising grandchildren, great grandchildren, I'm going to sit down and do some intellectual development." <laughs> You know, she was, it was, a, it was a, you know, she, she was, a, there was, a, there was a point to the answer. You know, it's, it, I don't know why a person is less developed. Um, if we really look at things, th- there is nobody as, as good and as caring and as sensitive and as giving. You sit and learn so about being a giving person, caring person, Hashem Shemayim. When, when that's what you're doing 24/7, a woman in a role as a mother is selfless, dedicated, sensitive, and and we believe that practicing something um, brings out the best in you. Um, you know, it's 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 like that. I, I don't there, there is downtime where if there's downtime, a woman should relax. Now, let, let's be. A woman needs to have also some sort of intellectual feed, some sort of ruchnistic input. It's important. But the, 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 the reason why men have a mitzvah tamatora is because a man's, it's, it's like, you know, at, at times at, at home when I had had a, a, you know, an, an enough of helping, when my minister chesed ran out, I would tell the kids, there's this expression in, 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 in English, you know, some would say, Abba, I need this or that. I would say, you know, I'm a little bit tough kid. I'm off duty now. <laughs> you know, mothers are not off duty. That's, that's the difference. But so a man does get a lot, does get development from, from Rizka de Raisa, from learning. That's a, and, and a woman gets it from living life. Um, but they, everybody needs, just like a man needs to roll up his sleeves and do things, or else his learning is kind of idle and it's sort of up in the air. A, a woman needs, you know, does need learning and so on, but the meter of, of the amount, of, and, you know, and, 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 and the volume of it is very different. Sorry, well, 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 who am I speaking to? I'm, I'm, I didn't. No, I'm going to laugh. 
you're from? I just. Uh, Okay, they come over from Rockaway here. That, yeah. The woman feels a need to get into learning. So there are plenty of opportunities that she and, can and do it. It doesn't, it doesn't take away from her role as, as a mother. Then it's perfectly good to do. I'm just, you know, the question was more when we set up a general plan for general women in general time, not the Klaal Shabbat. You need to reinforce to a woman when when when, um, when you hear it, sort of not having lived life from a woman that growing together would mean they would sit down every day and make a chesed nefesim, a sharm on the side. Then you know that they haven't landed yet. It, it, the needs of different people, just like you have men, that the learning is only going to be a small portion of life. They're really very involved in chesed. And they live people's lives. That's fine. They, 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 everyone, we do have to adjust it. But if we're talking about a big cloud, women are not taught enough. One of the trafer things that the world teaches us today is that children are a luxury. I mean, financially, they're right, but 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 other words, but but in terms of needs, you know, I may decide to have a child. In other words, you're not human until you don't raise another human being. That's how the Kachbarach made the bria. Um, that having a child is is something that is is um, you know you, you, you're not contributing to the world by having a child. That having a child um, doesn't add to your own personal development. That it does. It's not what makes you into who you are. It's a it, it, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say the words. Yeah, that's 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 a tray for tray for things. Halakhically, until you don't have a child, you can't sit on the Sanhedrin. Um, the midas, until they're not unlocked by, by developing another human being and working on him, you're not there yet. You're not an other mashalim. That's a trait, and, and, and a mother who sits on it, a mother who, that's her person, is, is, it, it should be said, oh, she's, she's only with the kids all day, she's not growing. What do you mean she's not growing? How do you grow? You know, the horns, like, how do you grow? You, you grow because every, there's not a, you know, it, for all of us who are married, and you've You've been able to get away for day vacation, and you and you go away, and the first thing I says, I have to call home and see what's with the kids. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure this is universal problem solving bias at this time of the year. You know, like like I, I, so I vividly I can remember all the times. Ah, oh, I have to call and see what's with the kids. Did this one eat? Did this one go to sleep? Is this one still annoyed? I said, we're on vacation. This is we have 24 hours with no kids. Yeah, but I first have to check up. But that's extraordinary. You know, that, that's that's what a person is. I mean, and, and everyone, it's, it's, it's amazing. The worst Epicarsen have the nastiest and harshest things to say about their fathers and Rebbeim, and their eyes get misty when they speak of their mother. And, and, if they, if, and if their mother will ask them something on a deathbed, if their father or Rebbe was on deathbed, they'll be could not do it. And if the mother asks them, they'll curse on the breath, but they'll do it because my mother asked it. This is something very lovable. It's you know, it, it, you know, it's it's lovable. So, I think if we give a picture, I mean, Rabbi Howard spoke at his daughter's graduation. Um, he sent me a clip of it, and I watched it. He spoke at his daughter's graduation now in Beis Yaakov, and, and I thought it was one of the most powerful speeches. He, he said, um, with a lot of regish, it's his oldest daughter graduating. And he spoke about the role of a Jewish mother from both ends. The mysterious nefesh for a woman that doesn't should go to Kolo is laudable. A woman being able to develop a career is nice. 
but neither of the two, neither of the two should ever overlap. They should never cover in any way that a woman is first and foremost an ambitious role. Whether you're talking about the ruchnis accomplishment or secular accomplishment, there is no accomplishment greater than raising and educating another human being, and and bringing an neshama to the world and developing it. And one needs when one is weighing the mesias nefesh for sitting in kolo, um, one needs to weigh the factor of her motherhood to the children, and when one is weighing her needs for accomplishment, one needs to weigh it against it. There's no. It's it's the first and foremost thing is. You know, probably bother him. I That's that's you know that's uh, that's who a woman is. That's that's her ruchnis development. It's her accomplishment. It's uh, someone was just telling me he was a shliach or shliach by a chabad shliach was in a very modern community. Was in you know introduced himself and this, and then someone asked him, and what does your wife do? So he said, oh, she runs a home for nine unwanted foundlings. I said, wow, that's admirable. <laughs> said, they, by the way, have the same last name that I have. But, but you know, but, but it, it's, it's, it, but one, people will, wow, if you say you run an institution with nine kids, and, and you know, it, it's amazing. That's the, the, but if it's your own kids, it's, it's not amazing anymore. Oh, that's all she does. Wow, how repressed, how this, how that, undeveloped, you know. I, 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 and yes, different women have different needs. There are women that do need to to, to have a, a career. That's that's the mitzvahs, and and you know, women need to have some learning. But to put the main focus, I think, is very important to put the focus where where, where it should be. But emphasis. Okay.